0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen, wherever you may be listening, this earth, the deep reaches of space, or even some parallel universe that does not have this readily available for them. My name is Rogue Convoy, and welcome into the space cruiser I call Ultimate Mayhem. We are now into week number four. So this is basically going to be a start of a part two-part series. Um, I decided in the month of February that I was going to try something, you know, give you a different take on things, try character videos instead of just doing events. I know those seemingly were popular at one point, but now it's getting to the relevancy of the things that are currently that are current. So this week I've decided that I'm gonna do opening the Book of Boba Fett. Now we're gonna pull the crime lord himself, Boba Fett, and we're also gonna do his right-hand man, the person who basically he saved. We're also gonna do Fenix Shand at some point in the next couple days. So Obviously right now, the big thing right now is the popularity of the Book of Boba Fett because, you know, it's giving us a different take on the bounty hunter himself. It's also giving us a new take on the Mandalorian and Grogu and the dickishness of Luke Skywalker. Now, if you saw last week's episode, I'm pretty sure you have. If you haven't, please go and watch it. This is a spoiler. Uh, Luke basically forces Grogu to choose between the Mandalorian and becoming a Jedi. Personally, I think, you know what, what's the point in putting this dog in front of the child? The child's not going to be able to make a decision right away. So, Luke is just a giant dick. Let's just call it what it is. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're going to move on from this because I'm not going to go full rant on Luke Skywalker and his dickishness. So, we're going to start with, obviously, Boba Fett. Then, the next couple days, we're going to talk about Fennec Shan. That is what, the basically, month of February is going to be like. We're going to give you, try to give you two videos each week. We're going to try to give you a little bit of insight on the character. And hopefully you can make a decision then if you want to go watch the show. Or even listen to some variation of other person talking besides me. Alright, so warning. This will contain a little bit of spoilers. So we're going to talk a little bit about Book of Boba Fett at the end of this. But for now, let's just begin. Boba Fett is a crime lord and the current Daimyo of Mo' Espa. So he's basically the lord over the entire city of Mos Espa. He was also a bounty hunter, who previously first appeared at the fall of the Republic. So when the Republic, when the Republic Senate decided, okay, we're going to Palpatine just basically full power and give him power to do whatever the hell he wants at this point. That's basically when Boba Fett first appeared. There was also a Christmas special that he first appeared in as well. But that is the first true appearance of Boba Fett, was that Christmas special. And then he basically continued working through with the Empire throughout the Rise and the Fall. Boba Fett was originally named Alpha, and was the first clone son of the bounty hunter Jango Fett. So, there's an interesting twist here I learned by reading uh, the information on Fennec Shand. So, Boba Fett has a twin sister. Ironically enough... You know the whole God complex, the idea of Alpha and Omega. That's the same thing here with Boba Fett and his sister. The sister's name is Omega, or his codename was. Uh, Boba wanted to be like his father so much that he even copied his armor, the ship he flies, which is known as Slave One. If which, if you've seen the original trilogy, uh, the original ship was known as Slave Two. So. And then you find in, Epis, in Book of Boba Fett that he's flying back in Slave 1. Now, because even then they said load him up into Slave 2 on Episode 5. So Slave 1 was the original one that belonged to his father, Jango Fett, before his death, and Boba basically inherited it after his father died. So Boba has been trained in a mixture of combat and martial arts since he was a young kid. So. He wasn't like the rest of the clone army, where they were all raised by the cloners and whatnot, or, and genetically enhanced to just pretty much grow within a matter of weeks. No, this was one of the deal parts that uh, for Boba Fett to become. Yeah. Okay, so during the reign of Emperor Palpatine, Boba Fett was one of the most formidable bounty hunters throughout the galaxy. So, basically, you couldn't go anywhere without knowing who he was, kind of thing, at that point. Uh, Boba Fett's career went from formidable, to formidable status to legendary, working for both the Empire and the Criminal Underworld, especially on Tatooine. So, eventually, at one point, he goes to Tatooine, and he just works with the Huts. So, after he escapes near death in the Sarlacc Pit, he was captured by the Tuscan Raiders. So, he escapes using a flamethrower on his arm, and basically launches himself out, and then the Jawas come over and steal his armor, basically, and he's captured by the Tuscan Raiders to hunt for water and train with them. So he trained and lived with them. Eventually, he took his place as a crime lord of Mos Espa during the current era of the New Republic. So this is basically, the show is set after the fall of the Empire, because of the New Republic and whatnot. So... We're going to go back and do a little bit of history here now. So Boba Fett was the first of many clones created from the DNA of a Mandalorian bounty hunter known as Jango Fett. This army was raised on Kamino, a planet on the Outer Rim System, as part of an agreement between Count Dooku, or as he's now as he's known by his Darth name, Darth Tyranus, and Jango Fett. So, part of the agreement that Jango had with the Kaminos, Kaminean people, I don't know how you say it, is that he agreed to do all the cloning and whatnot, but he is allowed to have one child of his own that he could raise. So that's where Boba Fett came in. He was an unaltered clone of the father, and he—he's not even really his son. He's more of a clone than he is. But Django likes to refer to him as his son. So Django likes to—basically going into my next sentence here. Django likes to refer to Boba as his son more so than a clone of himself like the others were. So, that's the point where Jango is raising Boba, he's also raising Omega as well, at that point. But, it's more so we don't know what, we didn't know what Omega throughout the movies. This is more so a legendary story that I've kind of picked up on. Sadly though, Boba grew up without his father as he was killed during the arena battle of Gen- Genosis. So, he was killed during the point that the clones are first introduced, and they're sent in as stormtroopers to help clear out the battles and whatnot. Uh, all the Jedi appeared as well at that point, and there was a big battle across this arena. Mm. And basically, he was killed by Mace Windu himself. And Boba never kind of forgave Mace Windu for that. He just sort of moved on, tried to move on, but really did not get there. So, while he was in mourning, Boba tried to kill Mace Windu, but he failed at his attempt. He was then taken to jail on Coruscant. So, basically, the main diplomatic planet of the entire galaxy. I don't know why we choose the diplomatic planet versus the idea that we should have an entire government set up on different planets, but they actually were set up on different planets. But, this was the main one. So, after he basically got out of jail, he picked up where his father had left off, basically, Picked up the mantle of bounty hunter and tried to do his best to keep his father's legacy intact. After the Clone Wars had ended and the Galactic Civil War began, Boba Fett continued to work through the ranks, even taking jobs from Jabba the Hutt and Lord Vader himself. He was part of the group that captured Han Solo at the Cloud City, and basically to make him and freezing him in the carbonite make him a staple at Jabba's palace. So, through episode 5, we kinda just see Boba Fett appearing towards the end of the movie, and he basically gives Ka- Han his carbonite bath, and then he takes him to, into his ship and fl- starts flying him towards Jabba's palace. So during transportation, Boba makes a stop on the smuggler's moon, known as Nar to ensure that Han would survive the carbonite. So basically, he's wanting to make sure that his cargo will not die within the side, the carbonite, and to ensure that he will basically, if they bring him back, he'll survive. So he manages to lose Han during a battle with a bounty, other bounty hunters, and uh, looking for him, but manages to get him back and return him to Jabba the Hutt. So basically, a bunch of bounty hunters show up. They try to get Han from him, so that they can claim the bounty for themselves. And instead of that, they take him to Jabba the Hutt. And so, basically at that point, so, you know, he's got him there and they've unthought him. Now they're trying to basically, Java's saying, okay, you're going to go die now in the Sarlacc pit. So Boba was there to try to prevent the rescue of Han Solo. But he managed to get onto the ship where they were holding Luke and Chewie and Han. And eventually falls off and, because he was hit in the backpack by Han. So he got hit in his rocket pack, basically, and yeah, got launched into the sarlacc pit. So even though, even though everyone thought Boba had died at that point, so basically they thought, okay, he's lost now, he's died, he got eaten by the sarlacc, he's not going to survive. But even at that point, you're really like, you know, still digestion. You're wondering how he got himself free. Um, like they they said in the movie. There is always a free um, Sarlacc pit kind of thing, and the Sarlacc basically digests you over a long, long period of time. So even if you're dead, you're still not technically dead. You're, you're dead, but you're not digestible at that point. So he met, so he set the fire on the inside of the Sarlacc, like I said earlier, using his the wrist thing on his wrist gauntlet and fired. He managed to get himself freed, but had does all his armor taken by the Jawas and sold to the sheriff called Vanth. So, the Jawas ended up taking the armor from the ham and basically screwing off and giving it to the sheriff who lives out of town. After spending t- time with the Tusken Raiders, learning their way to fight, and helping them stop a train full of spices going through their area, which they kept shooting at, I don't know why they thought. The idea was to shoot at them. Boba manages to go find his armor, which had been taken by Din Djarin, well, as most people know, is the Mandalorian, the the hero of the series The Mandalorian. Um, I haven't watched, I've only watched up to episode 4 myself, I haven't watched the full thing yet, and I want to watch the episodes where Boba Fett appears, it would make more sense to me after the fact, how he got his armor back. And then, basically, Boba Fett returned to Tatooine, killing the last remaining piece of the huts after he assists um, Din Djarin to get back Grogu from what well, was left of the Imperials. And so then he returns to Tatooine, killing the remaining piece of the huts in Bib Fortuna, and then claiming Jabba's throne for himself, along with Finn Shannick, Fen, Fennec Shand as his 2IC, and becoming the new crime lord of that city. So, we've gone through a rough summary of what's going on here. That is my look at Boba Fett, the crime lord, the clone, the bounty hunter. So now I, to, now I have to make a promise which I will fulfill. I have been debating for some time if I was to do another video this week. Obviously I talked about that earlier, and I said I would do another video just for the sheer sake of kind of tying things together. So we're going to do that this this next few weeks. We're going to tie two videos together, like if they a character from one show, and then take another character from that show and say, Here's what I can find for you. Here's what I can present to you. I concluded that with the videos and their shortness, I would be able to do one other character per week, giving the community two videos. So this week, I'm going to try to do it on Sunday instead of Saturday. And who are you, might ask? Well, you'll just have to tune in to find out. So let the galaxy and the multiverse guide you wherever you might want to go. My name is Ro Convoy, and this has been Ultimate Mayhem. Boba Fett Edition.